Hello and welcome to the newest episode of the Basement Talk podcast. Hope you all are well. I'm your host, Ed Birdsall, and I'm doing splendid today. Hopefully my co-host can say the same, Brett Mayer and Tim Brady. Gentlemen, how the heck are you? I'm doing great, Ed. Uh, thank you for having us. I don't know what episode this is. I think we got it wrong. This, this is episode nine. nine. I was just thinking, is it nine? I thought it was eight. This is, this is episode nine. Wait, episode wait. Nine I'll have an answer in okay. one second. Let's get it going. Uh, how we doing, right. everybody? How we doing? Hope everybody's doing well. It's episode eight. Episode eight. Are we sure about yes, that? Yes, I'm sure. So I said seven last time. I was right. Uh, I'll have to, I'll, we'll have to check. We'll have to check our facts. Yeah, we're gonna have to check that back. Thank you right. for coming, guys. Yeah, we really appreciate you. the audience. And we have our producer uh, Matt Birdsell feeling a little under the weather, but braving out the storm. Matt, how the heck are you? Let's just get this going. I need my bed. That's a that's okay. lovely, lovely, <laughs> lovely admission. Glad you're here. Matt hasn't been fired yet, but that is under review, right? That now, is too. under review. Yes. Under review. Yes, I'm fucking here. What the fuck? Certainly. This is better than Michael Jordan's flu game. Under under review. And of course, we have a very special guest sitting in. Jared Faggio. Jared, how the heck are you? How you doing? Jared is going to be participating in our game that we have later on at the end of the oh, show. Oh, so he's taking my spot for the game. No, 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 you're in the game. Oh, no, he's taking my spot. No, 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 you're <laughs> in it. I'm not playing this fucking game. Yes, you are in it. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be so much fun. Splendid. It's going to be so much fun. Okay, so we have uh, one quick question coming up for you in just a little bit, in approximately the next 15 seconds. Some Bachelor review, some conference championship game review, and, of course, the game at the end of the show. So, gentlemen, the one quick question that I have for you today is, you can have dinner with three people, dead or alive. Who would they be? Randomly selected uh, before the show, Brett. Wow. Harrison Mayer. Fin- first. Finally gets the first go at it. So, Brett, who would you like to have dinner with? All right, so my first person I'd like to have dinner with is Matthew McConaughey. Hmm. Okay. I think having dinner with him, I just want to catch his vibe, and it would probably change my life forever. <laughs> like, that man is just so cool and so chill and so relaxed. And so handsome, that's a... And yeah, that's very handsome. Yeah, yeah he's always smiling. smiling. He'll probably give me the good old hook him. Hook him He horns, was baby. at the Rose Bowl 2006. There's my reference. He was there on the sidelines for a text. He's so, a big Texas fan. So do you want to have dinner with Matthew McConaughey, or did you just want to oh, say no, Matthew no. McConaughey so that way you can put in your Rose Bowl reference? Uh, I plead the fifth. Ah, okay. I plead okay. the fifth. Okay. <laughs> All right, so my second guy is Bill Belichick. Mm, I, I just okay. want to pick that guy's brain so bad. I just want to hear what he's got to say about the sport of football and just everything that he knows. I just want to hear every story that he has, every locker room story, just everything about him. It's just so interesting, especially because you don't hear anything from him. That's so a good one. Like that, that's, that's my serious one. That's my real one. And my third one, I'm between two, but I'm going to go with Vanessa Hutchins. i got to go with my girl. So, update, I DM'd her today. Oh, okay. After I heard the news of her and Kyle Kuzma going out to dinner. Oh, no. <sighs> Oh, no. It's like a brick to the face. So I hit her up on Instagram. I DM'd her Vanessa, waiting for an answer. Just just her first name. First That's name. it. No period, nothing else, just Vanessa. You're on a first name basis, huh? Oh, of course. Taking okay. one right out of the manifesto here. Oh, of course. That's fascinating. Of course. I like that one. And my runner-up was Steve Prefontaine, the Oregon track runner. Just wanted to put that in there. That's a good one. I like, I like I know, that one. I know you appreciate I like that one. That one Very outside the box. Very outside the box, but I like it a lot. All right, so those are my three. Uh, Tim, would you like to give your three? I would love to. Uh, I'm going to start it off with uh, Genghis Khan. Woo! Oh, okay. You know, he was <laughs> okay. in my head. He was in my head for this. I'm not going to lie. Genghis Khan, uh, leader of the... 
<laughs> Leader of the largest empire in the uh, history of the world. Uh, reportedly has 16 million descendants. Oh! Just want to know what's going on in that man's brain, because uh, world domination was definitely uh, number one. Oh, okay. Great. I don't know. I want to see what you have to say. No, I, I feel you. That's yeah, a good one. Come on. I support it. I literally looked up largest empires ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to know. I was going to say Alexander the Great, but the Roman Empire was like... 16 on the list is chump change compared to Genghis Khan. Yeah, more like Alexander the Good. 25% of the world at its peak. All right, just letting you guys know. Um, you could, you could. No. said the Roman. You said Alexander the Great? Oh, I'm sorry. Whatever. You know what I'm saying. I'm the historian. Yeah, Jared the historian. The podcast historian. Here to clear it up. You, you could have said Julius Caesar. No. Et tu brute? I want to go Et tu brute? ever. And the fact that he has 16 million descendants is ridiculous. Anyway, number two, Steve Rowan. Um, I would argue that you use the term GOAT in specific ways to describe the GOAT of basketball, the GOAT of football, whatever you want. No, Steve Irwin's the GOAT of everything. He's just the greatest of all time. He's the greatest person ever. One of the best conservationists mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. True inspiration to me. My childhood icon. That's <laughs> an interesting take. To That's a very interesting take. I don't know if I agree with ever? it, but okay. He's just the greatest person ever. Okay. Um, Interesting. I'll always respect an opinion. No, okay. I mean, that's my greatest person ever. Fine. That's my goat. Not just to say the goat. He's my goat. All right. Um, no, he's a childhood icon, though. Um, he's really inspiring to me. Uh, his legacy lives on today through his kids. I just want to know, you know, what inspired him. Um yeah, I think he's be a really interesting guy. And number three, you guys think the first two are interesting. Number three, Luther Campbell, a.k.a. Uncle Luke, the um, the true uh, driving force behind the uh, 1980s uh, Miami Hurricanes football scandal. Uh, he was the one paying the players. He knew everything, all the ins and outs. I think that Luther Campbell might be a really interesting person to talk to and just find out everything that was going on in Miami in the 80s. Interesting. Yeah, yeah that was a wild card. I didn't see that one coming. That's a yet. very interesting one. I like that one. I like that one. So I have – I wanted to put one more person in there. She she was on my list. She was my fourth. But I changed her for someone else. I want some woman representation because I am a man of all sexes. So the first person on my list is John Gotti. Of course, ran a wonderful, wonderful business out of New York City in the mid-1980s, late-1980s. And – He's one of my heroes. So uh, John Gotti is one. Fun fact, I met John Gotti Jr. once. Just want to put that out oh, there. Fun too. fact about Brett. Oh, you did too? Where'd you meet him? At the castle. At the castle, yeah, yeah, at the yeah. castle. That's my work, yeah. yeah uh, John Gotti Jr.'s daughter had a wedding in the castle. Yep. Yeah. Hey, no free advertisements for that hunk of oh, shit. Man. We just said the castle. <laughs> wow. Any specific castle. castle on Long Island in the neighborhood of Huntington Station. No, 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 just the castle. Yes, the castle. Which the castle. not share the name of. Absolutely not. No. Number two on my list... I have President Ronald Reagan. Reagan Bush 84. Good shirt. Great, great man. Negotiated us out of the Cold War. And, again, one of my other heroes. Uh, Number three on my list, I did have Tiger Woods here. But I decided to go a bit more outside the box. And this is where my woman representation comes in. I am going with Queen Elizabeth because... I want to ask her how she truly feels about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle leaving the royal family. I was actually going to say uh, Prince Harry just because of, I want to know, like, 
That man's doing something that no one's ever done before. Like, yeah, he's he's, yeah, he's just saying a lot of shit right now. He's saying peace the fuck out. He yeah. just wants the vibe. Honestly, he wants but, none of that bullshit. That man vibe. <laughs> no, the man the man got married and all of a sudden he wants nothing to do with the royal family. Good for him, honestly. I, don't, I, don't I think know. he has good reason. Uh, well, yes. Happy wife, happy life. Well, I, think, that, so I, I think that's a pretty damn good reason. I mean, the way he was brought up, too. I mean, like, with his death of his mom and all that stuff. Yes, like, that's true. It was traumatic. I give him that. Yeah, that's, that is that is very true. Um, but, yeah, those are my, uh, those are my three. Uh, Jared, do you have, you don't have to put three, but would you have anybody on the list that we didn't say that you would like to have dinner with as a guest contributor to fill in for the void of our producer who does not want to be here. So I figure Wait, I would... What the I would, fuck? I still have three. Oh, you, you have your three? Okay. What we'll, the fuck? We'll come back to you with Jared. Jared, please. I'm honored to be over the producer. I'm going to go with a guy maybe you heard of him, Jesus Christ. Mmm. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. Yeah, I would like to thank the Lord, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I would like to have dinner with them. That's a great one. That's a great one. That's a very, that's a very basic answer, but I like it you, a lot. Do you have two others? That's a lot to say. Two others? I would like to have dinner with the current president. He's a very interesting guy. I would like to hear what he has to say one-on-one. Pick his brain. Third? I don't know. Maybe Julius Caesar. I like that one. Benny Vitti Vici. Came I saw I conquered. Yes, sir. Mm. A nice little steak. Yes, sir. Or maybe um, Charles Luciano, I like. Mm. Businessman who formed what John Gotti was a part of. Winston Churchill, I'd put, him, I'd put him in that as well. Over a nice cigar and brandy. Over a nice cigar and brandy. There you go. So those would be my three. Uh, producer, who, who, would be your, uh, who would be your three? Uh, my first person would be Derek Jeter. Congratulations. 99.7% to fucking fraud. The one person who didn't vote for him should be shot. I, I completely agree. I don't want to cut you off, but that needs to stop. Okay, like, no, I have, I have, my, I have oh. two other people. I have two other people. Captain New York Yankees is my childhood hero right there. Um, second person, uh, one of the greatest businessmen of... Uh, in American history, and Phil Knight, uh, the one of the co-founders of Nike. Uh, Ooh, I didn't think you were going there. Okay. Oh, yeah, well, I want to figure out how we built an empire. Fair, fair, fair. Like Genghis Khan. Good point. Similar mentality. And, damn, I really But want... does he have the same descendants as Genghis Khan? Does he have the same amount? Probably mm, not. No. Absolutely That's an extended clip, bro. And... I wouldn't want to have this individual at dinner with the other two, but we can make room for her at a separate table. Um, I'm going to go with my girl, Marilyn Monroe. Ooh. Okay. I would love to take her out to a nice Italian restaurant, you know, pour a nice vintage white with a little bit of pasta, maybe some gravy with it. It should be a wonderful night. And then she can sing happy birthday to me. Okay. There's something I want to say, but I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's appropriate for this podcast. I'm just not going to say it. No, I can cut it out, please. <laughs> Uh, you're not 14 or 15 years old, so she wouldn't be interested in you. She don't have to see my ID. <laughs> what, is, what do you mean? Yeah, I've never, what are you talking about? Marilyn Monroe was known to go to local high schools for events, and when she would go there, she'd find the best-looking students. Wow. And hook them up with uh, drugs and alcohol to the point where then she, when she would then oh. engage in sexual-related acts with them. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's a tainted legacy right there. Yeah, it's uh, unlike Genghis Khan. Unlike Genghis Khan, <laughs> yes. Untainted legacy. Unlike Genghis Khan. So we have Genghis Khan who murdered John Gotti, 
like to murder people, but Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> a little edgy, a little edgy for the podcast. Thank God he's a businessman. Businessman. Jared, you mentioned Jesus Christ. I, just, I thought about Adam. Interviewing Adam, Adam, Adam or Eve. Or Adam Eve. Was really or the, made or the snake. The, the snake. That would be cool. Pretty I want to talk to the snake. Yeah, this, the Don't snake would be a good, a good dinner. Adam pulled up and said, I'm here. Uh, JFK's wife, Jackie Kennedy. Oh, my was going Lord of mercy. Her husband got shot. Lee Harvey. Lee Harvey. What really Allegedly. happened? Allegedly. The Virgin really Mary. Happened? I'd have a lot of questions for her. Okay. A lot of questions. Let's just turn again. How? No, I was, I was just a lot of a lot of questions about the Immaculate Conception. I'm just saying in general, not you. Oh, that was, what a conversation that must have been. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> some some conversation. It's like, look, homie, you got a kid. <laughs> yep, and this kid is about to save the fucking world. Okay, that was a lovely conversation. I'm glad we went down that road. One quick questions has been a big hit for me, in my opinion. I've enjoyed these dialogues. I don't know if I'm much. glad that we went down that road. <laughs> well. <laughs> Why? What was what was bad about it? Separate the religion and the podcast. That's not bad. That's not the bad. We you talked about Genghis Khan. Why is it the religion? Oh, he was an apparatus, That's right. Good point. Good point. Um, well, I mean, we, I have a lot of questions. A lot of questions for certain religious figures. I'm just trying to interview Matthew McConaughey, bro. No, you're just trying to sleep with Vanessa Hudgens. Speaking of uh, talking about women, talk about The Bachelor, shall we? And this was this is a fascinating week. We have moved on from Champagne Gate, and now we are on the Sydney versus Alea Gate. So if you are unaware, after the ladies went on a group date with good old Pistol Pete, where Alea won a pillow fight battle royale, I think that's a nice way of putting it. And Sydney had accused Alea of being a too aggressive, uh, and then going on to say that Alea acts a certain way when she is in front of the cameras versus when she's not. And there were many women in the house who went on to agree with the point that was being made. So, uh, I guess really the question now is whose side are we on? Are we on Sydney, Alea, or do we just not really give a shit because both of them, quite frankly, suck, which is the side, it's the side that I'm on. Oh, really? You're not a fan of Sydney? You don't like Sydney? Like no, Sydney. no. I don't like Sydney. No, I don't like What's her. your problem with her? I don't, I just, I think she's very, like, she's very blah. blah. She's, she, she doesn't do anything for me. She's, she's too bland. For she's, too, she's too flatline. Right, yeah. Fair. Um, so. I like women with raw emotion. Can raw I admit power. something I hate about Pete? Go ahead. He's a fucking rat. Whoa! He's a rat. He is a rat. No, he put. He, he, runs his he put. Bean to he all the put. Si- he put. No, he put Sydney in a real oh, bad he, spot. He dropped a hammer. Oh, yeah, he dropped crazy. the fucking hammer on, the, yeah. on Sydney. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, we were watching. Get out of my seat. We were watching that, and my jaw was on the floor. I'm like, oh my god, that, that was, was crazy. This thing. woman, this dude, just put that woman on fucking blast. Balls. That was great. lines though. Does anyone agree he with does. Yeah, he, he needs some new yeah, lines. Yeah, I've had enough of this. I, I like what's going here. I think we have something special. <laughs> I'll take things nobody says for a thousand, please, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, Alea, in the beginning of the episode, yeah. when I saw her for the first time when they showed her with the captain's hat on, I said, who the fuck is this? She I was the re- one. I remember her from the first two episodes. She was the one on the first night. She was the first girl out of the limo. The very first one. That doesn't mean yeah, I didn't. I didn't recall her when they showed her. Like I wrote down in my notes here because I take notes while I watch. I said, "Alea, no idea who she is." Uh, speaking of people not knowing who they are, major rip to Sarah. I don't think Sarah talked 
once <laughs> no. the entire show. She's gone. That yeah. sucks. I mean, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, very, she, very, she very she unfortunate really for her. You asked what side we're on in, the, in this argument. I'm yeah. on the side of chaos. I don't care who wins. That's fair. That's I fair. Just, I like that. I just want some absolute drama to go down because the beginning of this was phenomenal. I mean, this is yeah. only going to get better. I can't wait. And nah. and then we had the other side of this controversy was Victoria P. Who said that? Oh yeah, that uh, Alea made her lie before. Well, lie, not disclose fully, whatever you want to call it, about those two knowing each other from participating in beauty pageants con- together at Miss America. No free advertising, and that just sent everything into even more chaos, which then led up to the rose ceremony in which Pistol Pete walked out, needed to collect himself, and chose McKenna. Over Alea, good choice by the way. Great choice, good man. Oh, that was great. But she's not gone. But in the preview for next week, we see Alea back in, at least for now. That she's not gone, gone. I'm okay with that because they hyped up this whole Hannah coming back thing, and she hasn't been yeah. around for two episodes now, right? Good, so, good. Keep her away. So if that's the case, if that's what they're gonna keep doing, I don't care if you hype it up and bring her back once or twice, but I don't want her to be a full-time participant again after being voted off. I think that's kind of like, at this point, if you get voted off and you come back, then who, like, who cares if you get voted off? Takes away the integrity of the roads. Exa- no, exactly, it does. Um, well, to be fair to be fair to Pete, he did have he, one he extra rose that was taken away. Which that so was wild. So technically, he could say, I'm going to take the rose that was taken away, give it to you, you now have a rose, you're good. We really know rainy day funds for roses now. Come on now. You can't just keep one in your back pocket. It's kind of bullshit. Yeah, Pete wanted a rain check there. I don't know yeah, if he's going to yeah. get it. Did anyone get, who got voted off, did they have any screen time before? Was, was it still another wave of people who just didn't say anything yet? Um, I'm trying to think who got voted I'm off. I'm trying to think if someone got voted off that did have screen time and was like a valuable like participant in some of that. And his choice was between McKenna and Alea instead of someone who actually deserved it more and then just would have her and McKenna and just move on from this and never have to make the drama out of it. I'm trying to look it up. Let's see who we. Um, I don't. I don't think anyone really did. I think they were all pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I'm names. trying to think. No, I think I they were no names. So I think uh, Jacqueline. Jacqueline was the was one that oh, got eliminated. Right. Her. No, it was um, it was the um, the the, the other uh, the other Asian woman on the show. The one that uh, that I Matt her name that Matt had a had a uh, affinity towards. <laughs> Oh, well, the other one was Tammy. Tammy, the house flipper. I, we love Tammy. Oh, we yeah, love like Tammy. Tammy. Wait, who said that line? Um, oh, it was it was Sydney to Alea, I think. I think she said, do you even work? Oh, no, I got the quote. I wrote it oh, down. What I was got, it? What was it? Do you, like, work at all? So funny, bro. Great line. So funny. You had me on the floor. <laughs> hey, for the record, an opinion is not a fact. <laughs> that is another quote I had down. Oh, I love she that. said, an opinion is not facts. What is that? Like from Alea. Like, have you learned that? Facts from Philosophy opinions? right there. <laughs> Modern day Socrates. <laughs> uh, so we had, of those that went home this week, we had Alea, who is now gone. Alexa is gone. Jasmine is gone. Jasmine, that's, yeah, that's the girl I was thinking of. I don't remember her speaking who? once. And Sarah is gone. So four went home this yeah, week. Yeah, tough one for Sarah. Yeah, yeah like very, Sarah. very, very tough L. You know, I didn't hear her speak. <laughs> <laughs> like very, Sarah. very tough L. I thought she had a good chance. <laughs> um, can we talk about, uh, just from this last three weeks, um, Savannah, who the one who planted our uh, first night, Pete, yeah. the first kiss of the season, 
She's still in this, and I haven't yeah, heard I a word know, from her. I don't know how she's still in, but I want her <laughs> I in. After, she, after what word. you repeat the first night, that's probably what's keeping her in right oh, now. Probably. Or she's in the next wave. She might be in the next episode. She's probably gone. She could be. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. if anything, I'm more shocked that we are still talking about Kiara, who's still there. Kiara is the one with the, with the blonde hair. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. The one who finally got something to say on the rose ceremony, and she happened to get a rose. It's like, oh, okay, nice to hear that you, I know what you sound like now. Nah, yeah, there's still going to be another episode. I think we're going to lose a couple girls where we're like, I haven't heard you speak in two weeks. Yeah. Uh, and then they're going to yeah. go. And then we're going to get down to, you know. The front the real, runners. Yeah, the real The front ones. runners. Yeah. The, uh, let's let's see here. The Hannah Anns, the Kellys. The Matt. Uh, oh, I, I want to say something. I was very surprised. Kelsey got the first rose of the night. Yeah. I was stunned. Yeah. Because I still don't like her. I want her yeah, gone after what like she did with Hannah Ann. I want her gone. After the champagne gate, and uh, she was the first one to get a rose, and then Hannah Ann was right after. Her. Well, you know, you know, Kelsey's gonna be in it for a while because okay. of her and Hannah Ann. Uh, what I thought was mad funny also from last episode how what's he that? was dealing with all the drama between uh, Sydney and uh, Alea, and then they show him and Madison just like all booed up acting like everything. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was so. That was. Cool. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm telling you, Ma- yeah, Madison is the clear favorite. No, Madison now. is she's, the she's clear. She's a lock for top four. Off yeah. The yeah, and it's not very often that I could say that there are women in the show that you know after week one or week two that they are going to at least, at least they're going to hometowns. Madison, without question. Wait, what is hometowns? So it's the last. I've heard about this. The last four, the last like one-on-one dates are hometown dates where Pete goes to each of the women's hometowns. That's the final four. Meet the family. It's electric. You meet the family. Yeah, it's probably pretty good. Interesting. You meet the family. So so they they actually like fully like let this guy figure out if he wants to marry someone. Yep. I always thought it was like, ha ha, you win, like you get married. No, no, no. Nah, yeah. This guy is... Le- this dude's looking for his co-pilot. If he, oh, He's no. looking for his co-pilot. I've Damn straight. That <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that he wants that. to find somebody to give his wings to. I always like, though, how they make, like, the Bachelor slash Bachelorette, like, in the age range where, like, they could settle down or they could still want to have fun. Like, you're not having, like, some, like, mid-20-year-old person. Like, Pete's, what, 31 or something like that? 30. Well, a couple yeah. girls are, like, 22, though. Yeah, McKenna's 22. Yeah. That's the only reason why she's not winning. She's 22. Madison's 22. Madison's 23. Big difference. 23. <laughs> well, I want to make sure that we're factually correct. Hey, Tim, she, could, she could turn 24. Tim, I want to mention something. I don't know if you noticed this, but I put this down. It's specifically for you. Um, Peter was wearing that European swimsuit. I don't know if you saw oh, it. Oh, my God. Yeah, he, he, yeah half, of half of his thighs I were straight chilling. Swimsuit, but I, I was a big fan. I, uh, well, I wasn't a fan of him, per se, but I know what you're saying. I want one for myself. Oh yeah, no, we, we're full. We're full supporters of European style swimsuits. Hey, anything, anything less than six inches on the legs is considered a European swimsuit. Is that fact? Yep. Sure. Six, less than six inches. Six inches or less. Yeah. I, I like a short bathing suit. Right? I want to show some thigh in the summer, but don't oh, get me wrong. It's all about the thighs. Take out your rulers, boys. Six inches. That's a lot. You just can't go down to like your shins, like John Cena's. Uh, Uniform now. That's like six inches, no? No, those are jorts. Jorts are very different. Jorts are very different. Do you support the European-style men's bathing suit, Ed? I don't see Ed being No, I don't think so. No, no. No. But you're not a kneecap guy, are you? No, I'm not a kneecap guy at all. Oh, if your bathing suit goes below your knees, give it the times. No, mine don't go go below the knees, but they, they go, like, right above the kneecap. That's, like, a more traditional... 
sort of uh, look. I mean, if anything, I think one thing we can all agree on at this table, if you still wear bathing suits with the nets in them... You're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> you're a psychopath. That's what you are. You're yeah, a psychopath. That's, that's yeah, pretty the pu- psychotic. The puppy's got to breathe. Oh, Jesus. Uh, the one thing I wanted to talk about before we uh, move on to the conference championship games, um, what what's our gauge about, about Peter? Do we think he's a good bachelor? Do we think he's not a good bachelor? He's a great bachelor. He's great at... He's great at being a bachelor. He certainly is. Very yeah. good. Running around, chatting it up with all his women, kissing them all every episode. Yeah, who was he hooking up with in the in the plane? I I knew. Oh, that was Victoria P. Mm, yeah. That was on the that was on their one on one. I knew this was going to be like a tad. I want to call it trashy, but this guy getting with all these women. Of course, that's what the show is. I didn't realize that this guy is actually going to like hook up with like. Five, six different girls a show. That's that's a low ball too. It could be yeah. more than that. And it's just okay. Like they're all just like, ha ah, ha, I still love him. It's like, yeah. Wait, what? Like, <laughs> you don't watch this shit the whole episode? If they, if I was a contestant and I watched one of these episodes, I would feel like, what the hell is going? On? How about the fathers that have to sit through and watch their daughters on this show? If I was one of those fathers, I I I, I wouldn't know what to do. I, I honestly, I would not know what to do. And the show airs after the season. Yeah. Oh, imagine being the, the winning contestant and, like, watching all this, probably with Peter and your family, and watching all oh, the geez. other shit that happened. Yeah. That's well, crazy. Well, technically, whoever wins and Peter are not supposed to be together until the live finale, the after the final rose. I wonder how how long that lasts. Well, they're not. They're a not supposed. Live finale. Yeah. How long is that? Three hours. It's like two. Okay. It's like two hours. It's like two hours. Um, but yeah, I don't think Peter's a very good uh, bachelor. But yes, he's very good at being a bachelor. I think that's very, very well said. He's got the personality of a gnat, though. Who would really want to? No, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. I will give him. He's like, boring. I will give it to him. He that. is kind of boring. He's a little corny. He's yeah. dry. He's it's the beginning. He's, very dry. he's trying to fill out the girls, you know. He's but I think the one, th- the one thing about Peter though is that that man wears his heart on his fucking sleeve. Well, yeah. Certainly. He's got big pores, too. I wrote that down. Big pores? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely going to look up. Look, I'm going to take out my microscope and go up to my television and take a look at his pores and make sure they're clean. I'm telling you, man, when the sun hits him, you see that shit. But like, remember when it was going to be... <laughs> remember it was going to be a pool party, and then he said, guys, I'm upset. Oh, yeah. I, I want to talk about that, actually. The I, girl, I feel bad for the pool. girls sometimes. I would have been in the pool in three seconds. This dude just, like... <laughs> this yeah, dude just, exactly. He does an Irish exit half the time. He just goes away for, like... And, and Chris Harrison goes out. He's like, sorry, girls. Peter, Peter left home. again. <laughs> They're all like, aw. Not even left. He went home. Yeah. <laughs> we lived, what, five minutes away from the house, probably? Yes. Ten minutes. Oh. Ten minutes. I love when he was, like... He was talking about living in L.A. And he's, he said to one of the girls, I want to show you around my hometown. If you're from L.A., you can't claim L.A. as your hometown. I think it's some, like, wholesome thing to just show someone around L.A. Like, you're from L.A. I can go on TripAdvisor and find all the best spots to go in L.A. Like, that, you're not showing anything. It's just a stupid line. I well, technically, <laughs> technically, he's not from L.A. What's he's like he's from Westlake, Westlake. Which, oh, is yeah. in th- which is in Thousand Oaks, which is about an hour outside of L.A. He's so, definitely not from Bakersfield. No, 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 no. And, we- and Westlake is a very... Um, uh, snobby. No, not snobby. It's a, it's a nice it's a nice area. It's loaded. It's a nice, nice area. Thing. Yeah, but I don't know if snobby is the right word. I don't know if snobby is because it's not like it's not like Beverly Hills or you know Hollywood Hills or something like that where it's loaded, loaded, it's loaded. No Silicon loaded. Valley. Yeah, it's not Silicon Valley exactly. That was that was wonderful. Well done. 
Thank you. Okay, so let's uh, let's go and talk about some uh, conference championship games, shall we? Of course. Yeah. Uh, Tim, Brett, congratulations on uh, your AFC pick being right. The Kansas City Chiefs defeating the Tennessee Titans. Thank you. Thank by you. a score of thirty-five to twenty-four. Um, I don't want to talk much about the box score in this game uh, because I don't think it is really relevant. Per se, I mean, Mahomes had four total touchdowns, lovely. But I think the one thing that I took away from this game was I really the Titans were exposed on what happens when they have to play from behind. And we talked about this in the last episode that if the Titans were going to win this game, it probably wasn't going to be them coming from behind and winning this game. I think Ryan Tannehill and his flaws, I guess if you want to call them that, were exposed. They couldn't use Derrick Henry. And that was that. Derrick Henry only had 19 carries for 69 yards in this game. Scored a touchdown, but it wasn't the Derrick Henry that we've seen the last two weeks. And they were playing from ahead in a positive game script. They were in a negative game script pretty much throughout. And it came back to to bite them in the ass. And now the question really has to be asked of if you're the Tennessee Titans, before we talk about the Chiefs, do, do you pay Ryan Tannehill to be your franchise guy? Because I just, I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think it's like what we've been saying for the past week or so. We've been saying how he doesn't deserve over $30 million. No, a year. no, I think we no. can all agree on that. I think he probably deserves a contract between, I've been saying at least 24 25 to about $28 million per year and probably like a three-year deal. I feel like that's fair. Cause, that's, fa- that's fair. Because what are you going to do if you don't re-sign him? Well, that, the, yes. That's the that's, problem. That's also it, is what, is what happens if you don't re-sign him. That's you true. can go back in the draft and maybe hit but the odds on that are probably unlikely. Yeah. I'm going to assume they're drafting a quarterback this year, though. I feel maybe like... A back, maybe a back, as a backup? Yeah, possibly. I think they'll probably draft a QB in the later rounds. Yeah. And they're going to ride Tannehill out, assuming they, re, assuming they re-sign him for a solid couple years, and they're just going to die on this hill. I, I think if, if we've learned anything from assessing Ryan Tannehill and assessing Derrick Henry... It's that Derrick Henry has got to be the guy that they re-sign. Has to be. Yeah, I'd say so. But how do you think he's going to get paid as the highest running back in no, the league? No, no, no. Because the the, 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 the running back the running back market just is completely reset thanks to Gurley and and Zeke. That is true. But do you think he's going to demand that kind of money? I feel like he could. He could. He could. Sixteen total touch. Sixteen total touchdowns this year in the regular season. And he gets the ball about thirty times a game. Right. More than you could make a case, more than well, no, because Gurley was getting the ball 30, 35 times before he signed his contract. So, and same with Zeke. So he's probably getting the same amount of work that Zeke and Gurley got before they signed their contract. So I think it's even a little more. It, it might be, yeah, it might be. I don't know. I don't know what his uh, touch per game uh, count is, but I would assume it has to be somewhere in that range, if not a little more, considering there have been games where he's getting 35 carries like it's nothing. Yeah. We're talking about uh, standout rushers in this game. I just want to point out that Patrick Mahomes did have <laughs> 59 rushing yards. Uh, I just want to open the question, is he the best mobile quarterback in the game? No. We'll close the question now because I don't want to answers. <laughs> I just want to propose it. Um, I think it is important to look at, though, that, yeah, Derrick Henry 
only had those 69 rushing yards because they played from behind for a large chunk of the game. But at the same time, he, he did only average three and a half yards a carry, which is very good for the Chiefs' defense to hold Derrick Henry to three and a half yards a carry. Yeah, he didn't have yeah. any big runs this weekend. Yeah, he really didn't break no. out like he's done in past weeks. Um, I think that's definitely a good sign for the Chiefs going forward if you want to talk about them first, the 49ers, which we'll talk about later. But um, I don't think anyone's bringing up that Derrick Henry. I still think is an overrated running back still. Would anybody agree overrated? with that? Yeah, I think he's very game scripted. They have to be within the game. No, nah, definitely. I agree with that. But he needs massive holes to get a breakthrough run. I mean, he's a massive guy. He runs three yards. He gets tackled, and I think he's he's a volume guy too. He's not as skilled as the other top paid running backs. Overrated. I don't. I don't know if overrated is the right word. Yeah, because I don't know where people are rating him, like. We'll see that in, in general. Right. I, I mean, I don't think that Derrick Henry. I, I don't think people are saying that Derrick Henry is in the mold of a Dalvin Cook or an Ezekiel Elliott or even even like a Nick Chubb I saw an article sort of guy. I McCaffrey or Henry. Oh, I well, that, that's crazy. I didn't even Stop. read it. I'm sorry. I found what I meant to talk about before. So uh, Patrick Mahomes injured himself in, I believe, week seven? I'm going to say seven. Yeah, yeah that's, seven. yes, because he was out for three weeks and came back in week 10. So, yeah. Comes back week 10. Week 11, Patrick Mahomes had 59 rushing yards, right? I feel like at that point, Patrick Holmes, you know, he's not a mobile quarterback, fine, but he is an, a mobile, capable quarterback. He's able to get yes. in the pocket and move around. Certainly. He's um, light on his and, feet. And even if it is that 50 yards, something like that a game, those 50 yards are probably coming at key moments where he's scrambling out of the pocket, he's unable to get anyone down the field. But after that week 11, 59-yard rushing, um, rushing performance, uh, um, he didn't have over 20 yards, 25 yards in a game. I'm curious, and I, I know this is a stretch, but I kind of want to just talk about this point because I think it's relevant. So are we going to see a new age of players where, given injury histories and stuff like that, is there going to be a, like, like the Kawhi method where you kind of hold back from some of your talents and stuff like that for a major part of the season? If you feel like you're good enough to get to the championship, is this going to become the norm? where we see teams who are resting players in ways that they're not as useful just to get them at their full peak in the playoffs. You mean, like, he's not going to run as much in the regular season? Like, hey, you know what? We don't want you running, so how about you just don't go out of the pocket, don't do anything crazy. If it costs us a game during the regular season, we'd much rather that than lose you for the rest of the season. I mean, it's certainly possible since he did dislocate his knee in the middle of the season. I mean, his injury was a little more um, severe to a running quarterback. But I'm just curious because when you look at that, that he had that one performance, he was probably in some pain after that Week 11 performance, and they looked at it and they said, you know what, we don't want you hurting yourself anymore. Um, I think it proves that, like, when he's in the playoffs, he's going to go all out. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to have that mindset during the regular season where it's like, I don't want to take off here. I'll try and make a play with my arm. But, like, in a situation like this one, I bet, like, half of his runs, he had eight carries for 53 yards in the game. I bet half of them at least were probably first down conversions. Exactly. So you know, I was I was gonna say that I didn't believe uh, your point was right, but after really thinking about it and hearing what you guys are saying, uh, you might be onto something. I, I I really really think so. I'm just curious because I I couldn't see like in a in a early two thousands type of atmosphere. But speaking on the like what I've known from my life and watching sports, that I can remember someone who noticeably or statistically was leaving something out of their game until the playoffs came along. But I feel like we're going to see that a lot more coming up. Just with the weight on championships over um, the regular season performances, it's that whole get to the playoffs and win from there mentality. 
I'm curious if it's going to be a new thing. I really want you know, something to watch out in, for. In football, it's certainly going to be more difficult than basketball because of the amount yes. of games oh, yeah, that you play. Yes, that's right. Definitely. Obviously, every, every game yeah, we I all think know I that. a playoff game. Like, yeah. Put your best yeah. players out there. Do what you got to do. But I mean, a guy, a guy this talented like Mahomes, maybe maybe well, he can. I'm I don't know. More from perspective that you're already in a championship eligible roster, like with the, what the Raptors had and what the the Clippers have now, they can win plenty of games without having Kawhi. I just don't think teams are going to be that cocky and just be like, oh, we're bound to go to a conference championship. Let's not let our players be more, uh, bring out the most capability. Oh, it's, it's, not even, it's not even like being cocky. It's just being more being aware. Safe. Yeah, just it's being, being safe. safe. You want to be able to play in those games. Load management is exactly what it is. Like, you, know, you, you dwindle what they're taking on in the, in the regular season just to give them that opportunity to fully perform when the time comes. Well, I think it also depends on you – know, it's, it's a case-by-case basis. Because I think if you have a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, if he had a strong running game, then they could give that running back 25, 30 carries and, you know, have that be that. And all you have Mahomes do is hand off the ball, and that's fine. That's true. They don't have a running game, plain and simple. Damian Williams, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't I don't think he's all that. I'm sorry, Jared. I know you don't want to hear that. Uh, LaShawn Mac- McCoy has been a ghost. I don't know what the hell happened to LaShawn McCoy. Yeah. And and, Dar- and Darwin Thompson in this game, he had one touch. That's it. That's it. So really, it's, it is Mahomes who's doing the bulk of the work, and that's why when we talk about all these running backs that are going out of the market, guys like Melvin Gordon, guys like Derrick Henry, um, that the running backs that are coming out in this draft, it, it would be almost remiss for the Kansas City Chiefs, not to try and go and invest in a running back. Oh, because you, you can't just let Patrick Mahomes, for as good as he is, and I would even say for as great as he is, he he can't be the guy to shoulder all the offensive production for the Kansas City Chiefs, literally and figuratively. He, I, he, just, he just can't be that guy. I know it's a little far-fetched and it's not possible, but the things I would do to watch Patrick Mahomes playing with Jamal Charles. Oh. Oh, my God. Like, that would be the one of the greatest duos, quarterback, running back, ever, in my opinion. I'm sorry, Tim, you just threw me an alley. Jamal Charles played in the Rose Bowl 2006 for Texas. Just wanted did to he put really? that in there. Yeah, yeah he, he did. Texas guy? Yeah. He did. Sorry, you just, you, you just threw it up for me. Uh, so I you, had didn't to. Need, you didn't need to force the Matthew McConaughey thing. You could have yeah. been, been more uh, natural. Right? Yeah. I'm sorry. We Fuck. should talk about that more next Jamal time. Jamal Charles should. was the starting running back for the Texas Longhorns. He was. I mean, Jamal Charles is a with, phenomenal running back, so I'm not surprised that he went to a, an esteemed program. With Mr. Heisman himself, Vince Young. Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl. Um, nah, that, that would be fun to watch, though. Oh, Mahomes imagine. and Jamal. Wasn't it that one game that Jamal Charles had, like, five receiving touchdowns? Yeah. And that was with Alex Smith? I don't even, maybe Alex Smith. I don't even think it was with him, to who, be honest. Who would it have been with then? I honestly maybe I, it was. I don't. Was it Castle before Alex Smith? Uh, bad radio. I don't know. I don't. I shouldn't have doubted you. I should have just agreed. <laughs> My bad. We'll figure it out. No, I'm trying to figure out who it is. No, it had to be Alex Smith. Yeah. It, it had to have been Alex Smith. It was in 2013. It was against the Raiders. Yeah, it was. Al- it was Alex Smith. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Good call, Tim. 
Uh, but Ed, I was as you were talking about Damian Williams, I was looking at the box score, seeing uh, how he did this weekend. He had 17 carries. That's a lot of carries, especially in an Andy Reid system. And yeah. He had 45 yards. So what's that, like 2.6 yards per carry? Yikes. Uh, let's ask the Damian Williams truther in the room how he feels. Uh, Damian Williams truther, how do you feel about this performance from your man, the deep sleeper, Damian Williams? He's terrible. I never drafted him in any leagues. That's fake news. Really? Really? Do we, do, we, do we need to check, check the, tra- the transcripts? That's true. I won a league this year, so I don't want to hear your nonsense. Well, no, <laughs> We're not getting into this. We're cutting it out. I'm not getting into this. Packers 49ers. Well, real quick, would you think that um, limiting players, though, playing in a game, wouldn't that hurt the revenue overall of the team? Yes. If someone wants to go and see Patrick Mahomes and he's not playing that game and it's kind of... Okay, well, yeah, we're not... There's no way... He would ever get benched for a game no. unless they've clinched a playoff spot. We're not saying that. No, I was We're saying, saying he limits his rushing attempts during a game. Like for Lamar Jackson. Okay. Put himself at risk. I mean, it wouldn't be as realistic because a lot of their offense comes out of him on the ground. But if they told him, hey, you know, we only want you taking like five, six rushing attempts this game. Right. We want to rest you up so your legs are fresh for the playoffs. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, so I, I thought you meant load management. And when they use it in the NBA, they pretty much well, mean that's, the that's players. They sit players, yeah. yeah. Because that's how, have, that's how you have to do it with the amount of games they play. I think in the NFL, more realistic load management would be... Just play the game, though. You know, throw your star receiver out there, but say only give him two touches for the game, which teams do sometimes. I wonder if that's on purpose. You see these star receivers, I mean, put it up in fantasy, we'll talk about it. Sometimes they'll even put up duds. You have these yeah. star guys put up duds. Is that written into the game script? Are they saying we're gonna give him an off day, but we don't want to make it seem like it, so we're gonna put him on the field still? Right, right now, I don't think that's so. I think I th- that's just how the game goes sometimes. I agree. I just think but with the age of analytics. It's possible that it could happen in the future, though. Yeah. Analytics I, sucks. Nah, you're out of your mind. Oh, analytics come on. sucks. So good for the game. That's uh, that's a matter of opinion. Uh. Okay, so let's go and move on to the 49ers and the Packers. 49ers won this game 37-20. to 20. Should have been a, blow- a blowout, but like we said for the the, uh, the Packers last week against the Seahawks when they had pretty much control throughout and it got closer, this was much of the same. The 49ers dominated from first to last whistle. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo had eight dropbacks in this game. Uh, Raheem Mostert had 220 yards rushing. <laughs> he had four touchdowns. Uh, okay. Uh, let's start with the Packers before we go to the 49ers. I feel like there's going to be more of a conversation with the 49ers. Um, Aaron Rodgers was uh, borderline okay at best. I didn't have a bad game. He threw two pegs fine, but he's still efficient with his pass. He was 31 for 39. 326 yards. Yeah, he was. I think that's been the story of Aaron Rodgers lately. He's efficient with his passing, but is it effective? No. 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 If you want to talk about Aaron Rodgers, I just want to point out that, first of all, this was a great first season for uh, Coach LaFleur, all right? Yeah, absolutely. Championship in your first season. Certainly. But Aaron Rodgers came out after the game and said about, mostly about uh, LaFleur's reign as a head coach, he said, football became fun again. Now, Aaron went 31 for 39 with 326 yards, and he lost to a quarterback who went 6 for 8 with 77 yards because yeah. his defense could not stop the rushing offense of Shanahan. Nope. And I'm just curious, what's fun about that? Like, wh- I'm, is, he, is he saying that realistically, 
Or is he coming out here and just trying to say fuck you to Mike McCarthy? I think he's coming out and saying fuck you to Mike McCarthy. Because I don't understand what we're And that's petty as fuck. I mean... That's petty as fuck. I lost, I lost so much respect for Aaron Rodgers after that. And I used to be all over the Rodgers train, but after that, fuck you. After that one comment, really? Yeah. Because McCarthy's the Cowboys head coach. Come on. No, oh, even, come even, on. even no, if... Fine. You didn't say it because of that, but we'll believe what we want to believe. All right. You believe what you want to believe, but if that, were any, if that were anybody else, if Terry Francona was fired... And let's say it was um, Francisco Lindor said baseball became fun again. Fuck you. I would say the same thing. I think it's just and that's completely not connected with any sports team that I have. It's such a classic Aaron Rodgers thing to say. It is. when it doesn't make any sense because, like, yeah, you guys did what you did, but you didn't you, – your football wasn't necessarily fun to watch. No. Like, it's not like you guys are playing some high-flying offense where Aaron Rodgers is showing off all his talent. I'm just curious why he says shit like that. I just don't get it. Is it time to start blaming him for the Packers' losses year after year? No, I'm not going to say that after No, his, I, his I don't defense, think he was at fault. His defense well, yeah, allowed like the 49ers. Blame the he blames the defense. He blames the O-line. And then on mainstream sports networks, they hype him up and they go along with it. Well, maybe there's a reason for that. Well, he is he is NFL media's darling. That That is true. that is confirmed. But I think if we're talking specifically about this game, you can't blame him for a loss like this when your defense no. literally allows the 49ers to run the ball That's true. for an hour and a half straight without yep. throwing a pass. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. And it also is very telling when Devontae Adams has 11 targets in this game. And the next most targeted receiver for the Packers was Jimmy Graham with five. I think it's all you need to know. Yeah. That Rodgers was looking the way of 17, like we talked about on the last episode. Yeah. And there is just no secondary target in this in this passing game for this offense. It's plain and simple. Now, I think that has a little bit to do with Aaron Rodgers and the way he is with his receivers. It's he possible. He doesn't seem to trust anybody. When you, If you want to compare him to other QBs in the league, like... Of course, I'm going to say Brady. He throws it whoever he wants. It doesn't right. matter who it is. He'll throw it. I feel like with Rodgers, he, if he, if you drop a pass, you're not getting targeted the rest of the day. It's true. And that's I think that's a big issue with him because I think Alan Lazard, Adam Lizard, we'll call him Alan Lazard. He's a he's a solid receiver. I think he's okay. I think he's a doable two. Yeah, well, here's that was my next question: Is do you see? Anybody out of the receivers that were targeted in this game, Alan Lazard, Jake Kumaro, Geronimo Allison, MVS, who wasn't targeted at all. No, he's been, he's been, he's been, yeah, he's been, he's been out of the picture for forever. Yeah. But is there any receiver in this offense that you could deem as a potential number two receiving option? Yeah, I, I just don't think that there is. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll respect it on that because is Alan Lazard, you can't really, I don't really have proof to back it up. I just think. What I see on his catch to catch basis, yeah, for the test. eye test, I yeah. think I think he can be a solid number two, but Rodgers doesn't trust him. I mean, we could also blame it on the way their offense rolls. I mean, they're very dependable on their running backs. They like to give it to Jones, play action off of Jones, and when he doesn't really get going and you're behind early, you know, it's easy for the 49ers pass rush to just it's like a track meet at that point. Just yeah. go after Rodgers. So, and, that, and that's the best form of analytics too is the good old fashioned eye test. That's my analytics department. No, I, I agree that it's just a good yeah. old fashioned eye test. I like to oh, use the eye test yeah. more than the analytics. I know Tim's, yeah, Tim's the other especially way. Especially as no, but I feel like I'm a good, like a good example of who would be a fan of analytics because I'm not a guy who's watched the games as intensely as long as you guys have. 
And I think that the outside factors, bringing statistics, bringing, like, game situations into this that explain it with numbers, I think that's something that a lot of people can get behind. And I also feel like it's going to bring in a new age of guys who are coming to the to the NFL who aren't necessarily what you'd call a football guy. It's more of a like a like a numbers guy. You have someone in your in your booth who might not even have a favorite team. He doesn't give, give a shit about football, but he's in there. He's looking at the numbers. He's saying this is going to be the best thing for us to do because that's what the numbers say. I think that's very interesting. True. Uh, that's a that's a fair point, but for for me, I just enjoy watching football more oh. than anything. No, absolutely. So it, it's almost like when I'm watching eight hours worth of football on a Sunday, I don't need to look at any advanced stats. For me, this is this is for me, where I can see what's going on in the field and say, okay, this is happening. This isn't working. Why is this not working? This and this is happening. That guy's good. That guy isn't. And it's not even needing the advanced stats to back it up or even support it. It's just a matter of the two eyes that I just so happen to have been able to grow over the years and make so many mistakes with analyzing players and trying to figure out who's good and who's not. And I'll be the first person to tell you that just from the eye test alone, there have been so many times that I have been dead wrong. Dead wrong. In the same way, though, I've actually had a lot of success with the eye test. Like, I mean, I... Post about it, Tim. Say it. Say I, it. Just I brag. I was the guy who was telling everyone that Patrick Mahomes is the next coming. I mean, you know. You mean Patrick Mahomes, the first round pick? Patrick Mahomes, the first round pick. You can call him a first round pick all you want, but to say that he's gonna do what he did off the gate, out of the gate, like no one else was saying that. Tim was saying this. No one else was saying. I that. I can confirm. And you Tim's, know what, you know Tim's been on board happen? since the ESPN. Did video. I ever reveal why? Well, I, I, for what it's worth, I did say that Patrick Mahomes would be good, too. This good? No. This good? No. This good? No. Tim's been on the great bandwagon for a while. Tell him, Tim, how, how'd, you, uh, how'd you become a big fan? Uh, there was a little video on ESPN of Patrick Mahomes airing out footballs and hitting garbage cans from God knows how far away. And, uh, so you, know you must be a big Josh Allen guy, too. I like Josh Allen. Okay, good. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. I, I know you like Josh Allen. I was just making sure that you... Uh, just had to mention Josh Allen. Had to. Had to. It's like it's like you with the uh, the Rose Bowl reference. I'm going to make sure that I mention Josh Allen every uh, every yeah. single podcast. Uh, yeah. Do I have to mention that I scoped out Patrick Mahomes before he even played a snap? You can mention whatever so you want. Can I mention that? It is, a, it is a free country. You can, can do whatever I you want. Also mention that I drafted him his rookie year when he didn't even play a game because I thought he was going to beat out Alex Smith, which he should have, and that team probably would have gone places. And the team probably could have won the Super Bowl last year if if Patrick Mahomes had a full season under his belt. Or, or, or if they won the coin toss and Tom Brady did march down the field and score on the first possession in overtime. I will not use this platform at the moment to completely disavow the entirety of the NFL's overtime system or D Ford. I will not do that right I now. I happily will. I'm not going to do that. The overtime system is a crock of shit. But, again, as you say, I digress. I digress. Speaking of the coin toss, I just wanted to mention last week I said keep an eye on the Chiefs-Titans coin toss. The Chiefs won, and they deferred, so completely forget I said anything about that because I was completely wrong. I just wanted to put that out there. You wanted to admit to your faults? I wanted to humble myself, yeah. I said the winner of the coin toss will most likely receive the ball and try and score first because the Titans wanted to get up early, the Chiefs wanted to get up early so the Titans can play from behind. And the Chiefs won the coin toss, and they gave it to the Titans. Well, you remember the Titans, but maybe you just didn't think into the idea that the Chiefs like playing from behind. Oh. That's this is they, true. So they won the previous game. 
So the 49ers are going to go at least Thanks, four, at least 14 nothing up in the Super Bowl, and the Chiefs are going to come back. Uh, I this hope is so. a game that the Chiefs definitely can't come from behind. I think the Chiefs are going to have to to really come out of the gate. And I have to. It's, it's the biggest locked. defensive test all year. Well, absolutely. Yeah. That's what it comes yeah. down to. And we will talk about the Super Bowl next week on the show. But for now, let's talk about the 49ers. Um, Raheem Mostert is really, really good. Jimmy Garoppolo is uh, someone want to fill in the blank and help me out because I am not sure. I got it. Handsome. Yeah, that's about it. I was going to say, who knows? That might be the only thing that he's got going for him. I mean... Oh, come on. Uh, We're going to uh, keep slandering him? No, I'm not going to blame what, him. What, what is good about him? No, you know who's hey, the, he did what he had to do. You know who's to blame in this game, honestly? Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> no, never, really, never I blame really Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan actually came out on national television and decided his quarterback in a conference championship game was going to throw the ball eight times and they were going to win that game very easily. I respect that. I think that's really cool. I mean, it's... Great for him. Shows his I respect the fuck out of it, but, but at However, the same time. I think it was very short-sighted because that's a game against a Packers team who is not on the same level as the Chiefs team. And, you know, fine to establish your, your team and to show that you can run the ball early in the game. I respect that. But towards the end of the game, I think he should have given Jimmy some opportunities to air the ball out in the game situation because – there's a chance you're playing from behind against the Chiefs. And if Jimmy's coming off a game where he's only thrown eight passes in a very important game, I mean, what do you know about what he's going to do when he's coming into a really high-stress environment? Like, I think that was a little stupid on Kyle Shanahan's part. But, uh, that's a good point. Um, but it also won in the game, so I'm not going to fully discredit what he did. Um, I loved every second of that, dude. Just watching the amount was, of it was great to rush this constantly run, 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 and just everything that they do with use check going one way, Kittle swinging the other way, their tackles going this way, their guards going the other, Debo's going in motion every single play, Sanders is coming in motion. It was. It's just so fun to watch a team run the ball. I've never been so excited to watch a team get a hand up, besides, I think, the Titans and Libby B. With Derrick Henry. Would you say the running game is overrated, though? I, say I think, well, I think, yes, I think no. yes, oh. it will be based off of this game because I think... With, like, the general public, they, they watch the conference championship game to prepare for the Super Bowl to see what teams are going to be taking place in it, and they, they develop a lot of opinions based off of just this game. I agree. You because know? Coleman got banged up, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Jarek McKinnon barely touched the field. Jarek McKinnon's... Jarek McKinnon is uh, MIA. Yeah, he's gone. Raheem Mustard, as I call them. How good is he, really? I mean, yeah, you said he's awesome. very, very good. I, I don't. I, I'm no, I said no. I disagree. said he was very, very good. Uh, oh, okay, yes. he was very, very good. <laughs> I don't think anybody in this, this as an individual, I don't think anybody in this San Francisco offense, besides of course Greg Kittle, is very, very good. I think it's a, I think it's a very, very good unit, but I think just individually, I don't know. Skill-wise, I don't know how good any of these guys really are with the exception of Kittle and maybe Emmanuel Sanders. I was going to say, I think Debo Samuel is very underrated. I think he's very I good. Mean, there are people out there who call Tom Brady a system quarterback. T- to say that every quarterback in this 49ers offense isn't just a system running back, which I don't even know it's a, a phrase because if you think about it, most running backs are probably system running backs, especially if the play design gets them all of their success. But... 
there's a, there's three guys in that backfield who have all shown potential to be very good, and there's also games where they've been not that good. And right. They are they stung. are they a um, product of the game plan and their usage, or are they actually very talented? I mean, if they do the job, they do the job. I guess that question isn't that important. But I would, no, yeah. I would argue that based off that one performance, Raheem Mostert isn't some Adonis, and he's like the best running back in the league now. Not that you said that, but people shouldn't think that. They, no, I don't think so either. You know what game I'm thinking about, though? When they played against the Saints, it was very high scoring. I mean, they didn't win that game off the run, and they're playing a very high scoring team. So they can't do the same thing that they did. No, they will definitely not be able to do so the same thing. So let's see what said. happens with that. Jimmy G's going to have to prove himself. No, and Tim and you and Ed, you guys both brought up a good point with Jimmy didn't get to throw at all in this no. game. How how do you think he's going to react to a Super Bowl game where he's going to have to probably throw the ball more than eight times? <laughs> I would say I would put my life on it that Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to win a Super Bowl throwing for 125 or 77 yards. If, I would put my life on it. If they win the Super Bowl with Jimmy G having less than 10 attempts, I think it's fair that we give the Super Bowl MVP to Kyle Shanahan. Put Kyle Shanahan in the hall. Yep, just put him put in the hall. Put him in. Just put him in, <laughs> right. put him in the hall of fame. And you, and you know what? Give give Mike a bust, too, while you're at it. Just yeah. give him the, Shana, the Shanahan wing in the hall of fame in, uh, in fucking Canton. Go for it. Mike Shanahan's a very underrated head coach. Very. Is he eligible for the Hall of Fame yet? Uh, he has to be. What is I it, five think. years? Yeah, I think it's five. Is it five? He's got, what, like three Super Bowls, right? He's got two with the Broncos. Yeah, he's got two with the Broncos. I think that's he had another one. Didn't he coach one of those 49ers teams? I think he left the... He was an assistant for one of the 49ers teams, yeah. I think he actually has one as an assistant. I think that's right. I'm pretty sure he moved when the Broncos and 49ers were winning the 90s. I'm pretty sure he won one with one, one year and then hmm. moved to the other team and then won with the other one. I'm pretty sure that's how it went, which is very interesting. Yeah, he's a very underrated coach, I'd say. He influenced uh, Gary Kubiak as well, who won yep. the Super Bowl with the Broncos in 2015. If you guys True. couldn't tell, I recently looked at Mike Shanahan's Wikipedia page. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I really couldn't tell. <laughs> was that natural? Was that all? It was very natural. Yeah, it was Tim, very, very well you. delivered. Well done. I believed you. Um, okay, so do we have any other takeaways from... Uh, from this game, before we go into uh, take a quick break and then go into uh, game time? No, I think I want to save it for the preview that we'll do. Yeah, I'm going to save what I have to save. For the Perfect. Break. I guess I'll just mention one more thing. George Kittle, I don't think he had a target till the fourth quarter. Yeah, I think he had, what was it, one for he 19 one or something for 19 like that? Yards. I think he yeah. had two targets. That's well, crazy. Did we talk about Kittle, the thing that Kittle said to Chatterhead, apparently? Was that on the last podcast? I didn't no, that. what did he say? I don't think so. Um, that, so it was really Chatterhead was talking about it, but he said... You know, George is the kind of guy where he doesn't ask for passes. He doesn't ask for targets and stuff like that. But then he, he did add on to it that George will come up to him about every seven plays on the sideline and say, hey, coach, hey, coach, um, who should I crack on this next run play? So that, that clearly shows you where George Kittle's head's at. I don't think he gave a shit about not having No, no, no not at all. He not probably all. loved it. He probably loved every second of it. George Kittle, he's the best tight end of the league, in my opinion. He will, he will block edge rushers. By himself. That time that someone called him out. Oh, oh, it was um Clay Travis, right? Wasn't it that idiot? No, I think it was Doug Gottlieb who said. Uh, oh no, it was the other idiot, Doug Gottlieb. That's yeah. who it was. Oh, that that's that's a world class idiot. That, that George yeah. Kittle can't run block. And then the next the next game, he pancakes someone in the end zone on a run play. That was just mean. I love it. I love his mentality. You know, it's funny. Something I want to bring up real quick. I didn't know that Matt Lafleur played with um, three of the San Francisco head coaches. Yep. So. 
the, oh, the it was like a family reunion. Three coaches, yeah. It was. Oh, uh, so they must have known something about it. Rob Sala, Rob Sala, and and uh, Matt Lafleur were assistants at Central Michigan. Um, Kyle Shanahan and Matt Lafleur were college roommates or something. We'll no, go with that. They, we'll no, go they with were they were assistants in Washington together. That was it. They couldn't roommates. Everybody was an assistant in Washington. Everybody was an assistant in Washington. Well, it was it seemed too. like, and then of course, the Lafleur brothers. The the other brother is an offensive assistant for the 49ers. Who was the best man at the other's wedding? Was that Sala and Sala and um, and Lafleur? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. they were the college roommates. They were the assistants for Central Michigan football college roommates, and then yeah, they're the best man assistants. at each other. The graduate so assistants. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Classic. And Sala is large. Oh, yeah. Sala is very large. He doesn't. Look, I feel like he doesn't look. That big when you show him on the side. I guess he's probably also standing next to DeForest Buckner, who's like six foot eight. Yeah. But they showed a picture of him next to LaFleur at the wedding, I think it was. And oh, God. holy God, this guy was massive. <laughs> no, he's he, he's quite huge. And LaFleur is also LaFleur is also, for what it's worth, he's also a tiny man. Is he? He's a he's a tinier man. Yeah. Yeah, but Rob Sala is uh That's a big guy. Woo! That's a that's a large male. Uh, Okay, we are going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to play America's Favorite Game, a little five-second rule. We'll be right back here on the Basement Talk podcast. Welcome back to the Basement Talk Podcast. Okay, gentlemen, it is time for America's favorite game, five-second rule. Now, here's how we play. In the middle of our set here, we have pieces of paper. Each of us is going to pick up a piece of paper, and we are going to read the question aloud to the person that we are assigned to ask the question to. So in this order, I will be asking Brett, Brett will be asking Tim, Tim will be asking Jared, and Jared will be asking me. The way this is going to work is whoever has the most cur- the most pieces of paper in front of them at the end of the pieces of paper that we have, we're talking probably about 25 or 30 of them, uh, will win the game. Five-second rule being each person only has five seconds to answer each question. They are open-ended questions. They are not factual questions. They are not historical questions or anything like that. They are open-ended questions. So, for example, one of the questions could be name three Teletubbies, and that person would have to give three Teletubbies in five seconds. Five seconds from the questions finished being asked. Yes, from the last word of the question. Time keep, please keep that in mind. Hey, I'm a professional. I've done this before. Oh, good, good, glad. (laughs) Yes, tenure. Okay, so... We have a wide range of categories. We have sports categories. We have lifestyle categories. We have television categories. Uh, You might have some music categories in there. I believe so. Um, So we did a random draw before the show, and Brett won the draw again. Again. So I get to pick the first question for Brett, I'm going to say this one. I think this is a, this is a good one. So, and I apologize. This is terrible radio, but we're going to do our best here. Oh, I'm nervous. I'm shaking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
Timekeep. You ready? Okay. Brett, name three U.S. presidents. Ronald Reagan, Donald Trump, Barack Obama. 2.15. Got it. So nice. he now keeps the piece of paper. So Brett now has one point, And now he gets to pick up the next question to ask to Tim. Hmm. Let's see what we got here. Hmm. Oh, brother. Jesus Christ. He's having issues now opening up the piece of paper. All right, Tim. Name three kinds of dogs. Lab, poodle, dachshund. 2.77. Dachshund? Well, <laughs> dachshund. All right, fair. No, that's fair. a kind of dog. That's a kind of dog. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, that's a kind of dog. Jared, let's see if you're cooking your food. Can I get huh? three extra seconds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might <laughs> Oh, no, you don't need three extra seconds for this one, Jared. Name three Italian dishes. Oh, uh, Parmesan pizza and spaghetti. Uh, can, I, can I challenge Parmesan? Parmesan. Parmesan, that's not a what? dish. What kind of Parmesan? Veal Parmesan. Fine. We'll give it to you. Give it to him. Wow. Parmesan is the we're, 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 we're too nice here. Parmesan <laughs> cheese. You really just covered this show and just exceed our expectations. What else do you put on Parmesan? Parmesan. Yeah, I'm going to have a nice bowl of Parmesan uh, for dinner. I'll give him that. It's an Italian... Uh, you can eat Parmesan yeah, cheese. You know, go go yeah. to a restaurant next time and just order Parmesan cheese. Just order Parmesan, <laughs> Parmesan cheese. Parmesan cheese, yeah. Yeah, just order some Parmesan <laughs> cheese with you dinner. You order Parmesan. Your main course. Let's just move on. Your main course, please. Go take, for it. Take a card. Oh, boy. Okay. You ready, Ed? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Name three Long Island towns. Hopog, Huntington, Cold Spring Harbor. Yeah, he got it. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> he got it with flying colors. <laughs> oh. Can I ask why Hopog was the first? Yeah. Uh, it was just the one that came to mind. I don't know. I would have said Levittown. Ronkonkoma. Ronkonkoma. <laughs> I just I, I was trying to go the closest. I could have said Syosset, but Hot Pog was just the that one that good. just kind of came good. to mind. Um, okay, <laughs> Brett, your next one is going to be the one that is at the bottom of the pile here. I'm nervous, man. We're getting, we're getting some love. The bottom <laughs> of the pile is going to get some love. Uh, okay, He's now I'm having problems opening it. Yeah, don't make fun okay. of me. Okay, all right, Brett. Yeah. Name three names that begin with the letter A. Amanda Adam Allen. You got it. Yeah. Shut up, Sean. <laughs> there you go. Where do you come up with these questions, sir? They're all random questions. No one has exceeded three seconds. Except for Tim. Okay, right then, we can, then we can potentially move it down to four seconds then if we want to. That's fine. And completely change the rules of the game. Okay. Name three New York Yankee Hall of Famers. Oh, God. Thurman Munson. Um... Ah! Yeah. Ah! <laughs> Thurman Munson. Derek- All right, hold on. It's my uncle's favorite player. All right, so fuck off. Okay. Jared. You could have said Derek Jeter. He's not a Hall of Famer. What? We could have said him. New York Yankee Hall I thought I meant like the Yankees Hall of Fame. Oh, no, no, no. Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh, I don't... He's both of those. Oh, he's on. both yeah, he's of those, both. yeah. I don't know. I just, Mariano Rivera? I assume they're at Yankees Hall of Fame. I don't fucking know. Well, if they're in the Yankees Hall of Fame, odds are they're in the Baseball Lou Hall of Fame. Lou Gehrig? Yeah, Babe Ruth? Died of Lou Gehrig's disease. <laughs> Babe Ruth? What a damn coincidence. All right, go for it. So congratulations. Congratulations. The Red Sox fan doesn't know three Yankees Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, Jared. Name three body parts. Arm, neck, chest. <laughs> there you I go. Get that? You got it. <laughs> this game is awesome. And Parmesan. This just in. This game sucks, you know. This game is awesome. Watch out. This is a deep sleeper right here. A deep sleeper. 
Okay. This is something. Name three NFL head coaches. Uh, Jason Garrett. Ah, no! Ah, no! Let's put it on the spot. I lost it. Wow. (laughs) I'm really disappointed in you, Al. That's really bad. I was I got caught. I he cursed to the absolute. I got ca- I got caught. Ca- I got caught up in the moment. I got caught up in the moment. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, name three rappers. Travis Scott, ASAP Rocky, Kanye West. Good job. Thank you. <sighs> Fuck. All right, Tim. Are you get another one wrong? Yeah. Name three Premier League goalkeepers. Oh, um, De Gea, Allison, and uh, Burn. Nope. Where the fuck your goalie's name is? Did not get it. Damn. Burn Leno. Five point seven one. Come on, Tim. Oof. Disappointing. Now Tim is up for Jared. Oops. Jared's in the zone right now. Jared, name three stadiums. Uh, MetLife, Arrowhead, and um, AT&T. Got it. Wow. Look at the guess. Oh. Right on the feet. <laughs> what was the time? You have that or not? 4.7. Ooh. All right, here we go for Ed. All right. Here we go. Name three baked goods. Uh, brownies, cookies, brookies. Three baked up? goods? Brownie and cookie mixed together. Yeah. Uh, that's a, okay. Uh, uh, it's that's They are separate things. You have a brownie by itself, a cookie by itself, then you have a brookie by itself. Oh, no. It's a mix of both. Keep that's a lame one. That's a great one. Brookie. Brookie. Yeah, you can look it up. Oh, uh, no thanks. Okay. Brett. Yeah. Name three Mannings. Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, Cooper Manning. Yep. Wow, you left out Archie. I thought it was going to go for Archie. He, he had to show off a little bit. <laughs> you got to respect Cooper. Didn't Cooper break his leg or something like that? Yeah, he's going to be the best out of them all. Shit, give me a break. Now yeah. he sells insurance. <laughs> 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 all right, Tim. And the cold streak. Wow. Fuck. Name three Liverpool legends. Oh, Steven Gerrard. Uh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said. You fuck. could just say Sadio Mane or Mo Salah. How? What the fuck are the rules to this game? Yeah, how, those aren't legends. Legend. They're current. They're legends. They're current. No, yeah, they're Great. current. They that's, both are. How are you gonna call a current player a legend? Absolutely. What they've you done? Know, what they've done for the club? Not, Hell yeah. Even the die-hard Liverpool fans who live next to where the Beatles were born. Wouldn't even consider the guys in the team right now legends. Oh, I would think so. Absolutely not. Absolutely. They might have won their not. first Premier League ever. They're Easy. They just—they won the Champions League last they year. Won. I think it qualifies them as legends. I'm not gonna sit here and talk shit about them, but they won one Champions League. How are they? Cha- Fuck you. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I hate this game. <laughs> stupid. Name three Arsenal legends, Jared. Get fucked. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> nah, That's my answer. <laughs> you can ask me that question. <laughs> yes. You can ask me that question. I'm more of a Napoli guy. <laughs> Please, go for Name it. Name one Napoli player ever. <laughs> yeah. Draco Mangiari. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Ed. Yeah. Name three New York coaches. Uh, Joe Judge, Aaron Boone, and Luis Lu- Luis Ruha. Nope, did not get it. Oh, did not get it. Stutter. Stutter. 
Adam fucking Gaze. Wow, Ed sucks at this game and he made it. Isn't that a lot worse than me? He didn't, he didn't get one question that was actually... It's being it. asked on the spot. Being asked on the spot is tough. Okay, Brett. Yeah. Name three Chelsea legends. Uh, John Terry, Frank Lampard, Gigi Drogba. That's my guy right there. Hey. Give him one more for uh, good measures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. My bad. I couldn't really, I couldn't really see Gigi or whatever the fuck his name is, but Drogba. I probably could have got that one, but I could have even got fucking Liverpool. Jesus. All right, Tim. Name three Kansas City Chief QBs. I guess we're going to go in the history of Kansas yeah, City, right? Yeah, okay. Patrick Mahomes, Alex Smith, uh, Matt Castle. Yeah, there sure. we go. Better Chiefs fan than a fucking Liverpool fan, apparently. Apparently? We're amateur fans. We are amateur fans. Name three NBA centers. <laughs> <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> The NBA center, a lost art. That's a lost art. Look who's talking, Mr. Two over there. Yeah, sorry, Jared. Need three Italian dishes. Parmesan. We're going to a nice place. I want to get some. No one asked you to talk. You're here for the game. Parmesan. Parmesan. All right, Edward. All right, see if we can snap a streak. Name three NHL teams. Rangers, Islanders, Devils. Wow, that was the hardest question of the night. Finally got one. Fuck. Uh, okay. Wait, you didn't specify which Rangers? <laughs> Were you talking about the Texas? Oh, my God. Okay. Brett, yeah. name three shows you binge watch. That's a... Hit. What? Wait, no, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Why? Time should be going. He yeah. said in the beginning, yeah. there are all facts and opinions sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I believe the time is run out. All right, I'm fine. Ask the next question. Fine. Wait, yeah. even I was confused on yeah, that. Yeah, that threw me Name off. three shows you binge watch. It's a simple question. Fair it's enough. a very simple question. I'll take the heat. Yeah. I'll take the head. A little controversy. Wait, they need help, Brett. Name three sports team owners to me. Um, Ford, uh, Hunt, and Sorry. Mara. Uh, <laughs> Jerry? I don't fucking know their first names. They're 80 year old people who own sports teams that their parents bought in the fucking 20s. Jerry Jones? Sorry, I don't know their first names. Jerry Jones? I was thinking of relevant things, so things I've been thinking about. I don't fucking know. There you go. Name three New York Giants QBs, but you can't do that one either. Eli Manning, YA Tittle, and. Um... <laughs> Daniel Jones! Why a Tittle? I'm just trying to get deep up in this podcast. He remember, he remembers why a Tittle, but doesn't remember Daniel Jones. Bro, you could have said Geno Smith. Geno Smith. You could have said Phil Sims. Why a Tittle? You know who I'm trying to think of? You could have said Jason Garrett. Who was the quarterback in 01 when they played the Ravens in the Super Bowl? Kerry Collins. I don't know why I was trying to think of Kerry Collins. Take a card. Take a card, please. Oh, vey. Here we go. Okay. Sure. Name three singers. Uh, Kenny Chesney, Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. They're singers. Whitney Houston. Well, yeah, you could buy the. You could buy a record still. Fine. It's a queen of soul right there. No, that's Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. <laughs> this was this was the one I was waiting for. <laughs> Brett, we're gonna find out a lot about you, my friend. <laughs> Name three guilty pleasures. Uh, High School Musical. Uh, fuck, I <laughs> forgot. <laughs> <laughs> High School Musical. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I was gonna say the Rose Bowl, and I don't know what my third one would be. You could have the Bachelor. Third, I don't know. You could have said the Bachelor. That's not true. That's not true. So I can't. I hey, can't remember, speak false folks, facts. This is all on the spot, so the players are gonna be in high tense situations. Please, please delete that. No. Nope. That curse that I did, please. <laughs> What'd you say? Yes, I don't want. I don't want a very loud F word. <laughs> no, please leave it in. That was beautiful. You can leave it in. Yeah, I mean, so did I. Yeah, me too. That was very loud. This fucking game sucks. <laughs> this game is awesome. Yeah, this game officially sucks. This game is awesome. Brett, go ahead. Oh, I forgot I'm going. Yeah, you read. Is that a live one? Yeah, it's alive. Yeah, these are all live. She's live, don't worry. It's alive with Brad Leone. Oh, here we go, Tim. Name three Red Sox legends. Um, David Ortiz, uh... Oh, fuck. Wow, you, honestly, wow, you, fucking, I can't you suck at this game, man. I can't think of a spot. Sorry. This is so classic. You know who I was going to say if I was you? Carl Yastrzemski. I was going to say Kevin Euclid. Mm. I fucking know them all, right? I don't want to get into this right now. I just can't think of them. Hey, another one Jared's just not going to get. Name three flowers. Rose. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Daisy Dandelion. Yeah, Dandelion, Daisy. I've seen oh a flower tulip. God, one in five months. I don't know. <laughs> Take a card. Oh you put that in my head. That was. So, oh uh, my God. Okay. Mumps. Are you shitting me? Oh, I've never seen a mump in my life. It's All a right. Mom, not a mump. A mump is a fucking disease. Name three golfers. Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods, Justin Thomas. All right. Oof, that was a. That's a big one. That's a big one. Okay. Gotta get back on track here. I think so. Ah, shit. Name three movies. Uh, Pulp Fiction, Die Hard 1, and Home Alone. I don't know how Ooh, the fuck I got the one in there. there. You could have said. I was gonna say Die Hard two. You could have said Die Hard one, two, and three. I was, and you would have gotten it. But I didn't want to. Nah, I didn't want to do that. Gaze. Yeah, that's I would have given it to him. Yeah, that's not like, a movie though. It's like brownie cookie. Die, Die Hard one is a movie. Brookie. Die Hard two is a movie. Yeah, but he's gonna say it again. He's saying Die Hard two. Name three HBO shows, Timothy. Uh, the Wire, Succession, Game of Thrones. Good there one. we go. Did I put the card in? I did, right? Hey, my Pope was not said. I feel... Or the Sopranos. Do I sit around looking up HBO? <coughs> no, I'm sorry. Do I sit around looking up Red Sox legends and Liverpool legends in my entire time? No, I watch fucking HBO shows. That's very fair. That's very fair. No free advertising. <laughs> Jared, in three colleges in New York. Farmingdale, Hofstra, and Stony Brook. <laughs> hey! I the two of them. I <laughs> <laughs> the wish I could have gotten the other one. <laughs> Wait, how do we have one more? Because the last, last one will be for you. Even though I started it? Yeah. It doesn't matter. No, the last one's doesn't matter. Isn't it the last one? Okay. It doesn't matter. Oh. Yes. Who gives a shite? <laughs> True. Name three current Premier League strikers. Uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, Alexander Lacazette, and Christian Benteke. Sure. Who? I wish you would have said one of our guys. Christian no, Christian Benteke. <laughs> well, I would have yeah. said I would have said Roberto Firmino, but he's a center forward. He is a center, center forward. forward. Don't call him a striker. Forward. I know that. Can I, I could have said Sergio. Can Aguero. I get the last one so I can have a point? Sure, if you want to. You want to yeah. just give it to everybody? No, I want. I'll just go balls to the wall. Everybody. I wonder where it is. Ah, this is the best one. Shit. Name three beers. Um, Coors Light, Bud Light, and Yinling. Yay! Producer has a point. Okay, let's tally them up, gentlemen. I have one, two, have three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Uh-oh. I, I think we need one more four. round. Oh, it's too bad we need to save that question. That would have been helpful. <laughs> yeah, that would have been really, that been really, really helpful. All right. Shit. Ed, name three beers. Uh, no Corona, beers. Heineken, and Bud Light. All right. This is What'd you say? 
Yinling Bud Light Coors Light. This isn't fair. Did you say Bud Light? Yeah. Oh, you went over so Brett wins. <laughs> what? You, you uh, repeated one. I didn't know I was going to be able to repeat. I had no idea what he said. Should that be implied? You could have just said the three you just said. Damn, I... Brett just won. Guilty pleasures. Tiebreak. High school. Absolutely man. not. Absolutely not. Brett, honestly. draw. We'll have we'll a, implement some soccer rules. I was gonna ask yeah. Brett second. Draw. We'll take we'll take we'll, we'll take the point. A gentleman's draw. We'll take the point. We'll take the know. point. I'm concerned about the champion. Of course, you want to consider him the champion. Especially after that game sucked and you made it. So. That was an awesome game. I was I really I really really enjoyed that. Doesn't Brett? No, Ed gets half points because he made the game. I think that's fair. I think that's a good point. Ed made the game, knew all the questions. Absolutely not. I didn't know all the questions. Oh, I got three. I got three of them wrong. If I knew the questions, I would have quickly looked up. Uh, Chelsea, Liverpool, and Arsenal fucking legends. I'll tell you that. I could have given, given you all your legends. Uh, okay, so that is going to be it for this episode of the Basement Talk podcast. Uh, Jared, as always, thank you for uh, for coming on and providing your wonderful input. And uh, thank you for telling us that Parmesan is one of your favorite three Italian dishes. Pleasure. And why he titles my favorite giant quarterback. Apparently. Uh, be like it more than your current one. Uh, producer, Matt Bertzel, uh, thank you very much for your service. Uh, go to sleep. Yeah, uh, good night, everybody. <laughs> and, uh, of course, my co-host, Brett Mayer and Tim Brady. Gentlemen, thank you, as always. Uh, thank you for coming, guys. Uh, thank you for having us, Ed. Uh, Vanessa, please answer my DMs. Thank you. <laughs> please answer his DMs. Please. I can't tolerate this guy. He's just off the walls right now. Can't control himself. Uh, that will be it for this episode of the Basement Talk podcast. Thank you again to everyone for tuning in. Remember to... Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Leave a five-star review and comment as usual. Saying goodnight from the basement, I am your host, Ed Birdsell, and we will see you next time. Ciao. Hey, compare, ci va suonare. Chi si suona alla trombetta, ma come si suona alla trombetta? Pa 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 la trombetta, zinga zingu violina, plinga plingu mandolin, tu 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 tu, u saxofona, u friscalette, tipiti tipiti ta. Hey, compare, ci va suonare. Chi si suona la trambona, ma come si suona la trambona? A fuma fuma la trambona, pa 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 la trombetta, zinga zingu violina, plinga plingu mandolin, tu 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 tu, u saxofona, u friscaletta, tipiti tipiti ta. Tipiti tipiti, tipiti tipiti ta.